You're listening to the Conversations with Kids Peace podcast. Advice, information, and inspiration from experts at the leading provider of mental and behavioral health services for children, adults, and those who love them. Now, here's your host. Hello, and welcome to our podcast series, Conversations with Kids Peace. I'm Bob Martin, and again, I'm coming to you from a suitably socially distant venue as we at Kids Peace, like so many people around the world, are dealing with the ramifications of the coronavirus crisis. We are recording this the week of Mother's Day, and Mother's Day 2020, I'm I'm thinking, is going to be one that we remember for a long time, because what we're coming to is a realization that while we deal with the scientific or uh, the medical, clinical information around the virus, as we start talking about the impact from an economic perspective on our society, we're also coming to a realization that there is an emotional cost to what's going on. Um, And really, that cost is being borne by so many of us as we look and say, how can we be close to the people that we love and respect? And of course, this time of year, we're talking about mom, we're talking about grandma, we're talking about all the folks who have been so special to us um, as we grow up. Um, What can we do? Well, Kids Peace is launching an initiative that may indeed be unprecedented in its long history. And to talk about it, to talk about the Kids Peace virtual hug, we're very pleased to have our friend and colleague, Ann McCauley, uh, Vice President of Kids Peace, President of the Kids Peace Foundation. Uh, Ann, welcome to our podcast. Glad to have you on for the first time. Thank you very much. Happy to be here, Bob. All right. So let's launch right into it because I think it's a great story. Uh, We're going to talk about something called the Kids Peace virtual hug. And I'd like to start by having you talk about how what, what precipitated you asking the question that resulted in this? Okay, sure. Um, so we were in a conversation with one of our executive directors who was telling us about a conversation with a young girl that we have in care. And she said to uh, this executive director, she said, just when we need a hug more than ever before, we can't get one. And that really struck me. And uh, it, it stuck with me for a while. Um, Um, how this young girl was able to put into words what I honestly feel we are all feeling at this time. And so, Bob, I mentioned it to you, and I said, you know, isn't it something what comes out of the mouths of our kids sometimes? And you said, you know, that is how everybody's feeling right now. We should try to do something about that. That's true. It it, it really really crystallized, I think, for a lot of us what that is. Um, And then, uh, so you asked the question, among the people, and we found a kind of surprising answer. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So we decided to talk to um, Jody Whitcomb, who's the Director of Organizational Development and Training, and we said to her, you know, is there a way that Kids Peace can help people to bridge that gap and find a way to hug virtually right now? And she said, well, I've got an idea for you, but let me talk to a few of my colleagues. So she reached out to a few of her therapeutic uh, colleagues that we have here at Kids Peace, and um, came back to us with a, a wonderful story. Turns out Kids Peace has been giving virtual hugs for decades and is actually an expert at it. Now, uh, before we go into what, what's exactly uh, involved that, on that point, why did the therapists come up with this in the first place? I mean, before, of course, way before COVID-19 and all of this. 
Great question. What we learned was that because so many of the children who come to see us at Kids Peace have had very traumatic experiences in their past, they are not as receptive to physical touch as another child might be. And also, we have so many children who have sensory differences, and so the physical touch of a hug, which might feel comforting to us, will not feel comforting to them. It will cause agitation instead. And so because of those two reasons, for many, many years, Kids Peace has had to come find a way to get around that, to provide the same comfort and support and encouragement that a hug could provide, but without actually physically touching the child who needs that kind of comforting. And of course, nowadays, that's exactly where we are. Um, we, we were unable to do that physical contact, so we have to find another way to, to, uh, to deliver those benefits. Um, so why don't we have a demonstration? And, and we were talking okay. before, you're gonna walk us through the aspects of the virtual hug and then give us a demonstration. So take it okay. away. Okay, so there are three steps to the virtual hug. The first step is to the physical contact. So you actually put your hands on your shoulders. This actually creates a physiological effect in the human body. It's a very positive and reassuring and calming and steadying. So this is an important step of the hug, and this is step one. Step two of the hug is just to take a few breaths, nice, deep breaths, and those breaths will slow your heart rate and help to calm you. And it, it really focuses you on the fact that you're taking a bit of a time out right now to just receive or to give. And then the third step is to, now that you have made the physiological uh, connection, you've calmed the heart rate, everybody is focused, is just to kind of deliver an important message. And this is a message of support or encouragement or caring, um, or comforting to somebody who needs it. And we certainly so know that, steps. yeah, and, and we certainly know that right now, that positivity, that message of, of positive and, and caring um, comes into an environment where there's so much negativity around there. So it's, it's, it's probably even more important than in a, uh, in a situation that did not have the coronavirus uh, crisis going on. Um, I know you mentioned something, and before, before we have you go through a, a demonstration, I want to go back to this when we were talking about it, which was um, you acknowledged that at the beginning, this was not, this was not um, uh, you know, it was, it was a little bit awkward, wasn't it? Was it was awkward. It was awkward, yes. It, it was. So, you know, the, and I, I knew um, if I was going to be talking about this, that I really should get to the point where I was comfortable with it. And so I asked uh, somebody that I wanted to deliver a hug to and who is remotely located um, to do a virtual hug with me. And so we went through the steps and I've now done it a few times and it really, it's interesting, but you, you as the person who initiated you feel like you really made a point and you connected with the person. And as the recipient, you also feel um, um, just comforted, I, I, you know, just reassured and comforted and calmed in, in a really difficult time. So you hear these stories of people who have had to say goodbye to loved ones remotely. You hear of stories of people who can't connect with people who are elderly or not well um, or, or children who really need this kind of comfort. And 
it's very challenging right now. So get over how awkward it is at first and give it a try and you'll find it works. And it's, um, and it's, it's worth promoting and, and trying to do. Can we have you give us a demonstration? Uh, sure. Real live, in, in real time. This is the Kidspeace virtual hug. Okay. All right. So my virtual hug today is to all of our Kids Peace heroes who we are incredibly proud of. So I am wrapping my arms around you. And I am just telling you that we are so impressed with the job that you have done in a time that was frightening. And, um, and there were more questions than there were answers. You continued to serve the children and the adults and the families that really needed the caring that you know so well how to provide. And just want to uh, really wrap our arms around you and say thank you for that. That's fantastic. It's, uh, and, and obviously very, very deserving recipients of a virtual hug uh, every day. But most, most especially we're talking about doing, uh, we're recording this again the week of Mother's Day. Do you agree with me that it, there's certainly something particularly relevant about the virtual hug around the time where we're celebrating these people who have meant so much to us? On so many different levels. So for me personally, my mother is in Florida. I know that there are mothers who are distant right now, and there are a lot of mothers who are distant from their children. Um, we have foster mothers as well. As you know, at Kids Peace, we serve all kinds of families, and we have foster mothers that we'd like to take a, some time to recognize and appreciate this Mother's Day as well. So I think practicing the virtual hug and reaching out to the mothers that you love and appreciate and want to say thank you to is very, very appropriate and perfect timing for the virtual hug. So again, uh, our foster mothers, I just want to a shout out to the foster mothers that we have at Kids Peace. Our foster families continue taking new children in need of homes into their homes, even while they were shuddering against the virus. So uh, what wonderful heroes they are as well. Absolutely. This May is National Foster Care Appreciation Month. Um, appreciation seems like such a inadequate word to talk about how, how much we admire them and, and uh, really, really appreciate what they've done. So if folks want more information about the virtual hug, um, where can they get that? Well, I, I, when I'm trying to share this with somebody, I can uh, go to the kidspeace.org website and go to resources. If you click on resources, the drop-down box, you'll see blogs. And if you um, pick the first one that you'll see there, there's a blog about the virtual hug. Click on that. You can share the link that way with people. You can read about it. It's a great story and, and really a, a wonderful um, opportunity to share more information about the virtual hug. And we've been promoting it on social media. So if you're on social media, Facebook, please check it out. Like and share. We're trying to get the word out to as many people as we can. So you can help us by doing that. And before I let you go about social media, I really want to mention something you and your team have started over the last few weeks. It's really taking off. Talk about um, your efforts of Mission Monday and Thankful Thursday. So we really wanted to find ways to stay connected with people during this time, and it's challenging. And so um, we have so many wonderful things to talk about that we decided we should put that into an organized fashion so that people would know to start watching for the messaging that we're putting out. So working with Gina's 
Gina Stano, and your department, Rob, Robbie Allred and Sean Parker. We've been working to pull those together. On a Monday, we'll send something out about our mission, something we're doing to further achieve the mission of Kids Peace to provide hope, help, and healing to children, adults, and those who love them. Um, a perfect example of that is uh, Mission Monday Celebration of TeenCentral.com, a free and anonymous website available to teens across the country who uh, need a place to go to learn about what they might be feeling or experiencing and answer some of the questions that they may have. And if they feel so inclined, they're welcome to write in about the personal challenges that they're facing and, and have some personal contact back from uh, one, of our one of our master's level clinicians about how to help. So that's celebrated in Mission Monday. Um, we celebrate in Mission Monday our Kids Peace Heroes. We celebrate in Mission Monday our foster parents who take children in during times like this, uh, the things that we're doing that are in line with our mission. And then when people recognize what we're doing and they reward us by supporting us with donations, we thank them on a Thursday. So on Thursdays, if you'll tune in uh, to our Facebook feeds or our social media feeds, you'll see that we're celebrating some wonderful gift um, that a donor or supporter has provided to Kids Peace. And it's been so appreciated and so meaningful to all of us during this time to have such nice, generous gifts and such thoughtful um, people partnering with us and supporting us to empower us. I have to say on Thankful Thursday, there is one thing I want to warn people about. Um, we've had such uh, generosity of people, especially at our uh, operation in Georgia, donating food. So I, I'm going to tell you, you're going to get hungry. Because they're donating, you know, great barbecue, sandwiches, cookies last week. It was wonder. It's wonderful to read. But you're absolutely right. Their well, generosity. Along those lines, we have a surprise coming that um, I, I won't say anything about yet. But there's going to be yet another big food well, then, surprise coming. Well, then we're going to have to have you. Everybody get on as soon as you see this and 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 uh, uh, see Thankful Thursday and Mission Monday for yourself. We do want to mention, of course, that Kids Peace is a nonprofit organization, um, nonprofit provider of the services that uh, these kids and these adults need. Um, and so we're very uh, grateful and, and very, frankly, dependent on the folks uh, who uh, see fit to donate to us. If people want to support Kids Peace through the crisis, what do you recommend that they do? Well, the, the easiest thing to do is to go online, kidspeace.org, and go to the Donate tab and make a donation. Your donations are used very, very carefully. Um, you can see those celebrated every year in our annual outcomes report. So please do consider supporting us at this time. We need your help, and, uh, and we will use the support that you can offer in ways that will have tremendous impact. That is that is. Absolutely the case. Well, and, uh, you know, I, as I said, this is the first time you've been on our podcast, but of course, uh, your office and our offices are sort of near. So you've heard us talk about this. There's no excuse for not, not being able, not being prepared for it. So we do ask each of our guests for a life hack. Now, this can be a favorite saying, a piece of advice somebody gave you a long time ago. Maybe it's just a tip to do something around the house better, uh, whatever. So, Anne, what's your life hack today? Well, you told me that pulling splinters out with tape was not really all that interesting. So I'll tell you the one that I live by every day. <laughs> and that is that in every situation, there are positives and there are negatives. 
and you make the choice about whether you're going to focus on the positives or the negatives. And I can tell you from personal experience, the more you keep yourself directed on the positives, the more you will be enriched in your life and the more that you'll accomplish. So thank you for letting me share that. I think that's really important. Absolutely. And, and what a great time to keep that in mind, in the back of our minds as we, as we cope through this crisis together. Anne McCauley is Vice President of Kids Peace, President of the Kids Peace Foundation. Anne, um, thank you for being with us. Won't be the last time we'll have you on again, but thank you for being with us today. And thank you for having me, Bob. And thank you all for joining us as well. We look forward to having you join us again for more conversations with Kids Peace. And until then, stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, and take care.